There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. One of the key passages that God has given me in my life comes from Colossians chapter 3, where the Bible says, If ye then be risen with Christ, Seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, and not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Set your affection on things above. The Holy Spirit impressed this verse deeply upon my heart when I was a teenager. And ever since then, I have prayed and asked God to give me a scope for eternity. How do I set my affection on things above? I mean, the culture in the United States is pushing materialism. Newer cars, bigger houses, designer clothes. Not that any of those things are evil. They're just temporal. I can't think of any of my stuff that is going to be above where I am told to set my affections. Yet there are many in this country who have set their affection on things above. And working with Gospel Link has given me a tremendous opportunity to meet these kind of people all across the country. They share that love for Christ, and they are looking forward to eternity. I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast that you also have an ear for the things of God and for what He is doing in the world. These are also the kind of people with whom I work. And I want to introduce you to a colleague of mine who loves the Lord and the things above. I want to tell you something. I've been on this journey since 1975. The 26th day of May, 1975, I began my journey. I came to faith in Christ. I was a young serviceman working with Pershing missiles back in 1975, and I'd walk through three barbed wire fences to go to work. And God began to work on my heart, saying, you need to get back to what you were taught as a kid. You need to get back. And I came to faith in 1975, and I want to tell you something, I've not regretted it one day. Not one day. That's the voice of Mark Patton. And he's been my colleague in Gospel Inc. since 2014. Mark and I live 2,000 miles apart. I'm in the Bible Belt, and Mark has lived in the pagan capital of Las Vegas. Now, I know that Las Vegas is not where people go who have their affections set on things above. Believe me, there's nothing in Las Vegas that I've lost. And I don't have any desire to go there and see if I can lose. 
I mean, Las Vegas is the destination for the hedonist, not for someone seeking the kingdom of God. But wait a minute here. I've got to tell you about Mark Patton. Or maybe, maybe I'll let him tell you about himself. Let me just take you on a little bit of personal journey with myself for about four or five minutes here. I, I was asked about five years ago to go to Africa for the very first time in my life. I'd never, my feet had never touched the continent of Africa. And we had sent people to other places like China and Mexico and, and what have you. And we were faithful to give to the mission offering. And, and we were faithful to give towards those things. But the founder of Gospel Link asked me to go to Ambassador International. And he asked me to teach a class there. And so I felt the Lord leading me. And so I went over there and I, I, I taught and as I came back the founder of Gospel Link says I don't have a West Coast missions representative. I need somebody out west to visit the churches and things and I need you to go to work for me out west and I said no nah, I'm planting a church trying to do an inner city restart. Uh, God doesn't want me to do that and he said alright go back to Africa again and I went back to Africa and taught again and the second time I went back to Africa God very distinctly spoke to my heart and said, no more church planting in America. You're going to help Africans plant churches. Now, right away, church, I want to tell you something. I began to argue with God. I should have known better than to get in an argument with God. But, but no, I'm not going to win. I, 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 I was a knothead, and I started arguing with God, and I played the old card on God. I said, God, I'm too old. Uh, mission works for young people. God, I'm too old. And the Lord very, you know, God's so gentle with us at times. He so gently spoke to me, and, and, and he said, And Mark, how old was Moses whenever I asked him to do his assignment? Huh? Now, that old card didn't work very well. But, you know, uh, uh, church, I want to tell you something. I kept on arguing with God. I didn't win the old card. You know, he, he pulled the Moses card on me, and, and uh, that, that argument didn't last. But I said, but God, I'm not qualified. I'm not qualified, Lord. Uh, I thought to myself, I had never read a book. Church, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been in ministry for 40 years. I'd never read a book on missions. And so I began to argue with God, and I began to pull the not qualified card on God. God, I'm not qualified. I've never taken a missions class. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Missions work. And God began to bring back, again, he is so gentle with us. He began to say, Mark, you remember Jeremiah chapter 1? Yeah, yeah, Lord. And I'd memorize this passage of Scripture because God said to Jeremiah, when God called Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I what? I knew you. And by the way, can I say this to you, church? Before you were formed in God's womb, He knew you. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you, which simply means I set you apart. I sanctified you, and I ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. And Jeremiah began to argue with God, and Jeremiah said, Oh, Lord God, I can't speak, for I'm but a child. And the Lord began to inform Jeremiah it wasn't because of his ability that he was going to be a prophet, but he was going to be a prophet because of God's divine intervention in his life. And see, I want to tell you something, church. God, when God calls us, he always calls the unqualified, and he qualifies so that he can get the glory. 
You should have seen what Zambia did in Mark Patton. When Mark saw the spiritual hunger in the young people, he knew God was calling him, not just to teach at the Bible College, but to make it possible for more young people to come and learn at what we now call Ambassadors International University. I've got to read what Mark said in his introductory lecture to the students in Zambia back in 2014. All right, now this is my gospeling colleague addressing his class in Zambia. He said, God is at work in Africa. There can be no denying that his hand of blessing is upon your continent. Since my last trip to Africa, I was challenged with this statement. We need to become global Christians with a global vision, for we have a global God. I felt the Lord asking me to resign my position as a pastor and join him and his activities through the ministries of Gospel Link. I believe the Lord wants to develop many Nehemiahs in Africa, and the International Bible College in Zambia will play an important role in their training. I am committed to try to link America's affluence with the sea of poverty, just as Nehemiah did. Because we serve a global God, I want to encourage this class to step up to the leadership challenge. Now, America needs pastors. And in no way did Mark think that what he was doing was more spiritual or more important than pastoring or preaching the gospel in the USA. But the Lord does call different people to go to the uttermost parts of the earth. And God led Mark to leave his comfort zone and to go to the nations. Gospel Inc. has opened the door for dozens and dozens of men and women to come and participate in training in Africa. But God called Mark Patton to do it full time. You see, when Mark wasn't in Africa, he was doing what I do. He was knocking on doors of churches in the United States. He met with pastors. He visited Bible colleges, always sharing the vision and the potential to support national preachers and the tremendous need for biblical training there. He recruited people to go with him every year so that they could get a glimpse and a taste of what God is doing in Africa. You know, Mark could have stayed in Vegas. I mean, that's where he lived. But no, his affection were on things above. Listen to this letter that Mark wrote to his supporters. The question I most get from people is, is it safe to travel in Africa? My answer would be that I have been robbed once. Once I was in a car wreck. I have been detained at many checkpoints many times. Once something crawled into my bedroll and bit me. So the answer is no, it is not safe. But my heart's cry is that you would please continue to send me. Oh, how Mark Patton loved the Ambassador International University, AIU. He was over there in June 2021. Listen to the Facebook post that he had at that time. And you tell me where were this man's affections. Wow. It's hard to believe that I only have two more days left to do ministry work in Africa. I have had the wonderful opportunity to minister to the junior class of 22 students this month. 
I was also able to talk to Mozambique students as we begin to strategize on how we can plant more churches in Mozambique. In the photo I'm posting, you can see one of my students that I taught seven years ago now preaching and serving as a pastor. My cup of blessing is overflowing. But you know, Africa isn't safe. The world is not safe. On that same trip last year, June 2021, Mark also posted this on Facebook. Yesterday I was in prayer during the middle of the day, trying to understand why our Lord allowed me to contract COVID. Not more than 30 minutes later, this group of students from San Diego Christian College, along with students from the Ambassador International University, came and gathered around my window to sing to me. Now these were young Americans on the trip with Mark, as well as the African students there in Zambia. The Lord seemed to say to me, Mark, I know what I am doing, and these students do not need you to do ministry work. I am raising up another generation of young champions that have my hand upon their lives. Everything will be okay. Thank you, Lord, for all you are teaching me through these young champions from Africa and America. And in parentheses, Mark finished, and yes, I'm feeling better, but still in quarantine. He was telling me a story. When I was in Zambia, I got very sick. Indeed, he got very sick when he was in Zambia. I was there. So he got very sick. He, got, he was admitted at the clinic. So when he was sleeping, then I was complaining to God that, God, you brought me here in Africa so that I can... I could come here and die, <sighs> die here in Africa. <sighs> so when he was complaining, then he, he said, the Lord spoke to me through the young guys who came. So when I was thinking about that in my mind, I saw uh, young students coming to visit me. So. When, when they were coming, the Lord spoke to me. He, he was very straight to say, that, that, that thought came into my mind so quickly, and I'm sure it's the Lord who was telling me, who was saying that, don't complain. I have prepared these guys to carry on the work. So, so it's him who was saying that. That was an AIU graduate, Simon Simuyemba relating Mark's testimony of getting COVID back in 2021. Now, we all know that COVID-19 has been an extraordinary disruptive pestilence. There's been anger and political rancor attached with this pandemic, but the biggest negative emotion worldwide has been fear. Mark Patton did not fear. If anything, he used his bout with COVID as a motivation all the more to seek the things which are above. At the end of May of this year, Mark headed over to Africa again, once again, teaching and training at the campus of AIU in Zambia, as well as bringing teams from the United States and motivating people to get involved in gospel ministry. Mark loved Mozambique and Zimbabwe and Zambia 
because he has his affection set on things above. He loved God's word. He loved the gospel. He loved Jesus. He loved seeing that new generation rising to serve the Lord. And you know, Mark was 66 when he got COVID last year. Most people in this country look at 66 as a magical retirement age, as a good age to collect Social Security and begin to rest and relax. Maybe take that once-in-a-lifetime vacation. For sure, there are different seasons in life where our bodies and our physical abilities slow down. But when one's affections are set on things above, there is this eternal perspective. There is something to live for that is greater than vacations and retirement. It's the kingdom of God. Mark couldn't wait to get back to Africa in 2022. In some ways, he felt like he had missed time there being sick. And when your affections are set above, you want to redeem that time. In the meantime, he was back in America sharing with churches and pastors about the opportunity to invest in the discipleship and support of Africa. The Voices of Zambia are young people from Ambassador International University, and Mark and his wife hosted them this past winter and took them on tour, singing in churches and in schools. Even once this year, they sang at a public school where the young men from Zambia came and shared their personal testimonies and faith in Jesus Christ. <laughs> in one of our schools! Africans being gospel proclaimers in our public schools. By the time the month of May rolled around, Mark Patton had a big summer planned. Teams and groups accompanying him to Africa, teaching, ministry, outreaches. Not just at the college in Zambia, he had a whole month set aside for Zimbabwe and Mozambique. On May 23rd, Mark posted several interviews of his team at the airport, along with this on Facebook. Just wanted to let everyone at Ambassador International University know that the first part of our group took off this morning. The remainder of us will be taking off next week. I want to ask my Facebook friends to please pray for the 17 people who will be ministering at AIU in the next 30 days. One of Mark Patton's favorite sayings was, it takes teamwork to accomplish dream work. And Mark was a team builder. I thank God, Mark continues on this post, for the people who have chosen to do a short-term mission trip with us this year. Please message me if you would like to join us for our 2023 mission trip in June. Mark writes this on the commencement of a 12-week trip to Africa. <laughs> He's already planning for next year. <sighs> you know, the Word of God tells us that we don't know what a day will bring forth. And I don't think Mark knew that this was going to be his last mission trip to Africa. One thing that I remember about, about him and what he used to say that side was like, uh, you know, I think uh, my time is going, um, my time on earth is running, down, running up. So I don't know, I don't know, but I still feel like God will take me very soon. He was, he was saying that, yeah, it was, it was in February, February, March, February, in March. So me was like, uh, and we are talking about it with the guys to say, mm, but I think uh, our father, he is he, getting tired. He need to rest. 
he need to rest we, we we can we could see that he he needs to rest but him doesn't see that he just want to find himself doing ministry planning about ministry doing that and that you you have to sit down pastor mark mark enjoyed more than a month at aiu which on that side of the equator is colder in june and fewer hours of daylight but in the morning as the sun rose over that zambian plain mark patton the sportsman the outdoorsman the man who had his affection on things above would hike up to the top of Mount Kazimba and pray and watch the sunrise over the Bible College. He posted photos of one of these on Facebook as well. On July 27th, Mark posted this on Facebook. Okay, the day has finally come for my trip to Mozambique and Zimbabwe. Please take one moment and ask that the favor of God would fall upon this trip. I will be gone for 32 days and travel to many locations looking at the new church planning initiatives that we are doing in Mozambique to unreached people groups. I will be doing a lot of training for pastors and for church planners and be doing a conference in Zimbabwe for pastors and their wives. I will end my trip by doing a building dedication at Channel of Hope Orphanage. Thanks again to all of my prayer warriors and supporters. Good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. And Mark was pouring a cup of good news every time he posted on Facebook this summer. I'm just going to go through and read some of these for you. August 3rd. Here are a few pictures of what I have been doing for the past four days. I went to the very northwestern part of Mozambique. This is a picture of the roads we were on. When you see a Muslim family... You always sit on a blanket to discuss the Bible with your shoes being off. Thank you for your prayers. On August 6th, Mark posted a beautiful video in which he is baptizing new believers in a country stream in Mozambique. He wrote on Facebook, I just want to share with my friends in America the rejoicing that goes on in a baptismal service in Africa. To my friends in Africa, you bring such joy to my life. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of his kingdom's work with you. There's been another miracle that took place on our trip. Last night, a drunk driver on a bicycle drove into the front of our vehicle as we were going about 35 miles per hour. I'm posting a photo of the den in our truck where the man flew off his bicycle and his head struck the upper door and dented it. This caused his skull to split open and you could literally see his brains. Our driver, Victor, was able to go to the hospital today and visit with the man that he hit last night. Today, the man is standing up and was able to carry on a conversation with Victor. August 7th. Today I met and ministered with displaced people from the Cabo Delgado region of northern Mozambique. You see the photo. The man standing to the right of me has a sister who was a pastor's wife and she was kidnapped by Al-Shabaab. He had to flee for his life and is part of the displaced people that I work with today. The young 14-year-old girl standing on my other side was also taken by Al-Shabaab in the middle of the night. She ran for her life and escaped from her captors. She has now fled with her grandmother to this displacement camp. The man in the white shirt below me 
is someone that Gospel Inc. wants to bring on as a full-time minister. To my knowledge, there is not another evangelical group working with these displaced people. Yes, from the picture you can see that some USAID is assisting these people, but they need a pastor to work with them. There are many more people in this camp, but here is a picture of the group of believers that are coming to this church in this camp. August 9th. Today I am teaching again, but it is also a day of fasting and prayer. We started at 6 a.m. with prayer and songs and sang until about 7 a.m. We took time to clean up and resume prayer from 8 till 9. We will again have another prayer time from 3 p.m. till 4 in the afternoon. August 10th. Two more days of teaching in Nampula and I will be going to another district in Mozambique. I have to withhold names intentionally. The young lady in the green blouse came to faith and her Muslim husband left her. She has spent the last three months at the Discipleship Training Center. The other picture of the other five church planning families and others who will be graduating from the Discipleship Training and going out in the field for two months of outreach with our church planners. Now this next post is incomplete without seeing Mark's photos. These photos are absolutely delightful. And I'll post them at cupofgoodnews.org. Really, you have to see these photos to appreciate what Mark wrote on August 11th. Today, many displaced people came together and we walked to a pool of water and baptized 50 people. When the men would get baptized, other men would put them on their shoulders, singing and dancing. The women would dance out of the water as other women greeted them. What a time of rejoicing! If you look closely in this photo, you will see a house across the body of water and two flagpoles are attached to the house. This is to let people know that this is a house of a witch doctor. The witch doctor stood outside his house and listened to us singing the praise of God for the faith that they now have in Christ. My prayer is that the Spirit of God would not let this witch doctor have any rest until he comes to faith in Christ. Praise God! Over the past two weeks, I have had the privilege of baptizing 67 people who have come to faith in Christ. Please continue to pray for my trip as I have two more weeks in Africa. Actually, Mark was slightly mistaken. He didn't have two more weeks in Africa. He only had 10 days. He was scheduled to leave Mozambique and traveled to Zimbabwe for a time of teaching gospeling men and their wives. Mark had done this a few years earlier in Zimbabwe, and he saw what a strength such a conference was to these godly preachers and their wives. But he wasn't allowed to leave Mozambique, as he had tested positive with COVID. On August 16th, he posted, Thank God my high fever broke this morning, and I only have a low temperature with chills. However, I am still very fatigued. I am hoping for a speedy recovery so I can continue my trip. Please pray. Again on August 18th, he wrote, I longed once again to join the pastors and wives this year for our 2022 conference. However, in the providence of God, I will not be able to join you because I have COVID. Yes, I am a bit better but I still have fever, chills, a dry cough, and very fatigued. 
Thank you for your prayers. On August 21st, Mark Patton was called home to get his reward and rest from the Lord Jesus, whom he loved and served. Gospel Inc. will miss him. There's churches in California and Nevada that will miss him. Mozambique will miss him. Zimbabwe will miss him. That Bible college in Zambia, AIU, will miss him. His family is missing him. But Mark Patton had his affection set on things above. He is there rejoicing, and his works follow him. And that, my friends, is good news. And the dawning to noonday bright And Christ's great kingdom shall come to earth The kingdom of love and light God is at work in Africa. There can be no denying that His hand of blessing is upon your continent. Since my last trip to Africa, I was challenged with this statement. We need to become global Christians with a global vision, for we have a global God. what we're God. doing at Gospel Inc. is we're looking at you, and we're saying, would you please consider coming alongside of us and partnering? See, because we believe one of the best methods of advancing the Gospel globally is by assisting these national pastors, these young ministerial students who are actively involved in evangelism, discipleship, and church planting. The question I most get from people, is it safe to travel in Africa? My answer would be that I have been robbed once. Once I was in a car wreck. I have been detained at many checkpoints many times. Once something crawled into my bedroll and bit me. So the answer is no, it is not safe. But my heart's cry is that you would please continue to send me. So the best way to reach Africa and the continent of Africa is not by funding me and sending me over. But the best way to reach the continent of Africa is to work with the next generation of spiritual leaders. One thing that I remember about him was always talking, talk, talking to me to say, uh, I want you to, uh, I would love that you should go to Mozambique. To, to work with your grandfather. How, how about that? That would be good. That would be good. You know, Mozambique, he talked about Mozambique. He loves, he loves Mozambique. Over the past two weeks, I have had the privilege of baptizing 67 people who have come to faith in Christ. So it encourages me to say, okay, the work which these guys have left, I can carry it on. I can carry it on. Listen to me. There's nothing more thrilling than to put on the mind of Christ. There's nothing more thrilling than to be used of God. And so, God, I want to thank you for this, your uh, uh, guidance. But, Father, we need your help. And so we ask you, we, we beg you to speak to our hearts afresh and anew today. We ask it in your precious name, Jesus. Amen.